It is the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Episode 54. We fucked up uh, yesterday saying that that was 54. Mate, when you get into these numbers, it's, um, it's it hard happen- work. It happens, you know. It's in the double digits. No, um, we were tired. Yesterday was a good app. Uh, good Friday today. Oh, yeah. Happy Good Friday. Is that what you say? Well, I wanted to bring it up with you. Okay. Good Friday. Yes. I'll tell you my interpretation of what's going on. Yep. You can tell me. I'll tell you about Easter. Yes. And then you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Well, you know that we have a Christian in the house yeah, or no, someone we'll, who went to Bible college. We'll have to potentially get her. Well, I was thinking, <laughs> I didn't know whether she wanted to become the go-to Christian. It is she a hasn't bit of a been niche. to church in about a year. It's a bit, it's a bit of a niche. But anyway, um, so Easter. Yeah. Jesus. So let me finish the whole thing and then we can see where I've gotten wrong, if I've gotten it wrong. Good Friday. Mm. We can't have meat. Start red meat and stuff on Good Friday because mm. that's like eating Jesus. Because on Good Friday, Jesus died, mm. on Sunday, he comes back. Mm. Is that correct? I, th- I think that's what's correct. Hang what? on, let me just Here get a- just quickly though. Why do they call it Good Friday if it's when Jesus died? True, I want to get my wife for this. Okay, we're quickly right. go get her. All right, um, everyone, while we wait. Uh, to the daily talk show uh, that you're listening to and you please send your emails to hi at the daily talk show.com and um, <laughs> good plugging thank you adding. that's what I, I'm good at and we do we're, we are on Instagram the daily talk show on Instagram yeah 32 followers yeah it's huge Amos we're going to have to just use this mic because we didn't plan yeah, it so you have to share lap. a mic a bit sleazy but I'll allow it because <laughs> she's your wife um, so Good Good Friday. Yeah. So, uh, talking through Easter, this is what I thought happened. Jesus died on Friday, which is why we can't have red meat. Comes back on Sunday. Thing I'm not sure on is why are we calling it Good Friday if it's, if he died? Great question. Um, How much did you pay for um, going to Bible college? <laughs> Probably too much. <laughs> well, you were in the, We learned fuck all. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is a pro, this is problem with all like they all they do is sing nowadays. You just I don't know <laughs> and, and ask for donations. Yeah, exactly. You were just like I don't know if there's any lyrics on that. <laughs> no, but so well, it was just true in saying um, was I right? Died on Friday, came back on Sunday. Correct. Um, Resurrection Sunday. That's what that's called. Yeah. You're welcome. But this is what I heard <laughs> yesterday, which I thought was interesting. The reason that. Um, you have fish is because apparently there were some um, fish market people who were saying, complaining to the king and saying, we're not selling enough fish. And he goes, oh, I know how to solve that. I'll just tell everyone that that's what they have to eat yeah, on Good Friday. This is classic, isn't it? Okay. It's a, it's a little bit confusing. And then so does that mean – I wonder how many philo, philo fishes – Fillet of fish. Filet of fish. Filet of fish that they sell. Amy actually likes a filet of fish. I do. And I've worked at Hungry Jack's and McDonald's. I've worked bragging. (laughs) (laughs) I worked at Hungry Jack's on Good Friday. Heaps of fish burgers and quite a few chicken burgers also for the people who don't like seafood. Do you know what? I'm going to say something really disgusting and I want to ask you guys if you have the same issue. Hungry Jack's, one of the few foods smells the same way after when you shit than when you eat it like it's like the you know that smoky smell it's like it's so fucking it's just like a liquid smell that just goes straight through so like i could if if someone did a shit i could tell you if they had hungry jacks or not that's a double whopper right there (laughs) all right that's it thank you that sounds like a myth buster type yeah exactly 
<laughs> is could, that a challenge? Is that a challenge? To- Josh <laughs> eats Tommy's shit. In- <laughs> uh, hey, Amy. Sorry, hang on. One thing. Oh, she can't. Um, what's the? They shall not. Um, something in the village. They should not. It was like uh, something in the Bible that talks about don't shit in your village. Don't. Don't shit where you are. Yeah, anyway, that's enough. I just prompt. I just needed that. So, regardless of what you think about religion, not you personally, but anybody, it's like there is something in the Bible, and I heard this being talked about on another podcast, and it was around something that was in the Bible written years ago before science was even a thing. And it was around, no, like, because science yeah, sure. has only been okay. the yeah. term science. I just like the way that you said so like Before fucking science was a thing. Yeah, seriously. Woof, woof. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Anyway, and it was, and there's something written there. I don't know the exact term, but it's like, don't shit in the village. Don't shit where you eat. Mm-hmm. So it's like you need to leave the village to do a poo. Yeah. And the whole thinking was so people don't get sick. But how the fuck did they know that? How did they know that, like Mike, like uh, you people were getting sick from feces and the amount of bacteria that was being you know spread through that and so it's like this thing where it's years ago this person who's the leader yeah. or the person that everyone's looking to is saying these things and they're written into this book and people follow it and it allows evolution yeah because if people were just shitting in the village everyone was going to die well it's almost like test and learn really isn't it? <laughs> Literally, it's like, yeah. okay, enough people. Fuck, four people died. What did what did they do? Did they did mm. they eat where they shit? Let's try not doing that. Was that Trevor who eats his shit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Trevor's dying because he's eating his shit. Fuck yeah, yeah but- I'm seeing connections here between Trevor eating shit <laughs> and dying and dying. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I feel like. I mean, how do you feel about? medicine in general say for instance antibiotics when mm. i say antibiotics what do you think um health nah no nah, i don't know I don't because know. so for instance antibiotics <laughs> i think like um sore throat glandular fever like some sort of fucking tonsillitis kids like were infections always, and shit yeah, like yeah. that kids were always taking antibiotics for tonsillitis but the thing is that there is like such a push you know with like uh, hashtag gut health and mm. you know the gut is like the second brain and all of this shit that's going mm. on um which is probably like 100 percent true there's so much we don't fucking know and there's like there's all those um numbers that they throw at you which is like there are more fucking cells in your gut than there are in the fucking solar system or whatever fucking thing they say but um i feel like the uh what's that called what was i just saying what and uh, what's the what's the uh, thing? antibiotics antibiotics yeah they um a change of tone like i feel like antibiotics now um brie was uh, getting some antibiotics and people like at her work just like what the like she got uh went to a dermatologist and they're like oh yeah take some antibiotics mm-hmm. for your skin like a, it's a low dose yeah but the people at her work she's like very chick heavy office and they're all like no that's like terrible for you you can't do that mm. um but it's interesting because it's like it is that we have gone um, very uh, pushbacky on yeah, all of yeah, these things. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I mean, that's why you need to counter this stuff. And it's not. And the, the idea is you shouldn't be needing antibiotics. So, like, if you need it, you need it, right? Yeah. 
Well, that's so, what I said to Bree. I'm like, you need to have tried everything else yeah. first before you do that. Sort yeah, of thing. I took a low dose of antibiotics for my skin. Yeah, I think it helped, but I was taking one every day, I think, or every second day. And I, I don't know how much it changed me, but like now I, consci- I think more about it going, fuck, I hope I don't need antibiotics. But that's why people drink kombucha, have well, it's all the gut, yeah, all probiotics. All bit of yogurt. Yeah, it's, to, cha- yeah to, to assist with that. I mean, fuck, it's like people who are gluten intolerant, like really gluten yeah. intolerant, not just ones who don't. Celiac. It's like yeah. the actual... <clears throat> and then they stop eating... And they realise how much better they feel. But do you know the other funny thing is, I've uh, over the last few years I've had a, a few potential clients I've spoken to that are in the medical industry. Mm. It's just it's a hard fucking game because it's um because they're combining marketing to people with like trying to solve a problem. Mm. And there's so so many things that you would think would be clear cut that just aren't. Where they're like, oh. We can't actually say it. like there's so many things which are sort of in the world that as we like oh yeah uh, coconut oil is you know good for your skin or things like yeah, that yeah but actually putting it like saying some of these things as a marketing speak you can't do it just because they're actually once you go into the research for c- certain areas it's like oh there's actually not enough evidence to say that this would be good for this or that mm. or how did, how much clout did fucking Jesus have to just <laughs> get the fish sales up fuck i don't Look, know Friday? Well, the king well, I, I don't, don't fucking understand someone, no, i, I don't still know. don't understand i would like to know there is something exciting i when i was in <clears throat> year 11 i decided to take on classics What's as a, classic? a s- subject V- VCE, so you wouldn't know about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I left in year ten. <laughs> but the um, thanks, Josh. No, it was like um, fuck. I don't even know. Like it's like uh, uh I don't even know what history. Class is. Yeah, it's like, like history. It's like history, but it's like you know, like all the Greek shit and all that sort of thing. Mythology. I don't even under- Yeah, like I'm horrendous when it comes to that sort of shit, which is like understanding. Like Brie and I going to Europe later mm. this year. I feel like I have so much to learn in regards to just being able to appreciate things. Uh, when you are there, you appreciate it a lot well, you, more but, than here. But the thing is, you need to fucking understand what's going on, right? Because I just have no sense of like, okay, I actually can't place anything that's sort of beyond, you know, the 1900s, which is what? Is that the 20, 20th century? Mm. Even that, it's only been recently that I'm like, okay, 20th century... What does that actually mean? Like, what are we... So, the 21st century... You know how you just have these things that, like, you're constantly... People are referring to, but then you actually, like, pull it apart and you go, okay, this is what this means anyway. Hot cross buns. Yeah. How do they come into fucking popularity? Yeah, I have fucking no idea, but they've got the... It's interesting Cross on it? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, the cross is... um, Like, we are a... Christian country, which is a weird thing to say, don't you think? Well, America is too. Yeah. Some of the biggest countries in the world. But fucking um, America is like way more Christian than we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially you go to fucking Texas and they have these huge churches. Well, you're talking about the the majority of people in the country that are religious in some respect are most likely going to be Christian. Well, our, Uber, Catholic, Christian our Uber driver, Paul... The other day, Christian, talking about just like, like when I talk to 
um, religious people, sometimes it's not even, they're not, they don't really even get into the details of things. They're like, look, I really just do it because I need something just to be less fucking sad about all the shit that's going on. Yeah, that's what he said. He did, didn't he? That was basically what he was yeah, saying. Where was he? He was Congonese or Kong, yeah. Kong from the Congo. Yeah. His family were from the Congo, lived in Johannesburg yeah. and now lives in Australia. Interesting dude. Fuck. That would be, a, yeah. Lived in some interesting places. Um, but uh, religion, all of this stuff sort of ties into, I guess, it's like community for what, mm. like you create a community and then it's sort of like organizing people and values and ideas. And, um, you know, we we're talking yesterday about like businesses and like, mm. what is, what is the role of an organization? You know, like in a capitalist society, how much should they be caring about money versus the well-being of their employees? Mm. And the example that we were talking about specifically was Uber. So Uber, right now, they are paying Uber drivers to be able to go around, you know, driving people. And that is like the selling point. If you have had little fucking video vignettes, have hired, a, you know, like a company like ours to create these um, little videos on oh, the, the, the mum that gets to be an Uber driver and make a bit of cash and Did all that sort you, of thing. There thing. was one on the internet recently of the women in the Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. watched that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going yeah. there. Yeah. And so you're saying that, that they, they are pushing, look at this opportunity yeah. to be self-employed if you're not working and you can start making money today. Yeah, but also like we're enabling people to live their best lives and yeah. all that sort of thing. However, <laughs> like what happens uh, What happens when the driverless car comes? Mm. Mm. You know what's going to be Yeah, they're going to they're gonna f- fuck them off straight away. And so th- then it brings up the that question, which is like, okay... So initially, they're servicing people right now as drivers because that's actually best for their bottom line. They need the workers. Mm. But what happens to those workers when we don't need them anymore? Most people haven't. I, did, I actually hadn't thought that. I don't think a lot of people would have thought because that would you'd think that's an internal dis- discussion. Do you think that's within the CEOs, all the fucking like as in well Uber specifically, one hundred percent. They have tests around the US right now testing driverless cars. Mm. Do you remember when we were in a Uber in, um, I think it was uh, with you or maybe it was with someone else. Maybe I, I don't know if I told you the story. I was in an Uber in Sydney mm. and I was having a conversation about driverless cars. This is probably a year ago with the Uber driver. And I was saying what, was going, what I thought was going to happen, which was basically he was going to be out of a job. <laughs> And as I left the Uber, he said, oh, how long do you reckon until this all happens? And I said, oh, I reckon three to five years. I'm like, all right, have a good day. And then he got out of the car. You could just sort of see his like, fucking mind be like, fuck. It's like someone going, you're in video. Yeah, well, someone's going to take your job three to five years. Yeah, you'll exactly. be unemployed. You'll be fucked. All right, bye. Have a good one. <laughs> um, Gave him a two-star rating. Yeah. <laughs> but it is... Um, yeah, it does. It does start to. Uh, it does start to bring up those questions. Mm. Like, what is what's retail? Like, what's retail going to be like? So, uh, the uh, one of the associations that sort of uh, represent retail uh, 
went to Fair Work Australia or mm. or whatever organisation it is and says uh, we we don't want to give uh, our retail employees any pay rise this year, not even inflation. So whatever the two percent or whatever yeah. that you expect just to be able to live at the standard that you were last year, retail is so fucked that we basically want to get the tick of approval to not have to give everyone that. Mm. So I, th- I think it's fair. I think it's fair from the business. It's not fair for the employee, but I think these businesses won't be around. Well, th- so, you, And this you, is the thing. And so this is the, the interesting part of it, which is like you have this uh, push and pull, mm. which is like, okay, we want to it's it's like a, like a, i think we're empathetic to the businesses as well because we run businesses and it's like we obviously want to pay people as much as we can pay them but at the same time if we're not making enough money it's like the whole oxygen mask thing you need to yeah. fucking put on your mask before you help others because if we're not all set if we're fucking paying people when we and we're out, we're completely stretched and we're struggling to pay our fucking retail lease and suppliers mm. and all that sort of shit. Those people aren't going to be in a fucking job in a year. Mm. So I sort of understand the, that retail association's approach, which is, hey, uh, for us to survive right now, we all need to take, we all, we all need to sort of, um, I don't know what you would, would describe it, basically... Um, take a step back and say, okay, well, what what can I do to be able to help this system grow mm. and realize that that's not just the default that you're always going to be getting a pay rise every uh, year? Well, I think there's a uh, kids these days. And I, I think kids these days. I don't know. Maybe I was one of them, but it's, I think people, like I've, I've, people are expecting 27 bucks an hour yeah. for most jobs, whatever it fucking is, like entry-level jobs. Uh-huh. And people just, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that unless... It's like kids don't want to get out of bed for, you know, under 30 bucks an hour. Yeah, and I, and that was even me thinking about like um, having a kid on doing work experience. I was thinking, oh, okay, what should I be paying? Like, And there's the part of me which is like, oh, you know what? I want to... Um, uh, you know, I want to pay them okay. Like, it, it, it's almost like an ego thing in some regards. Yeah. Or it's like this thing where it's like, oh, I want to be known as the guy who looks after people, mm-hmm. right? But then I was like really deconstructing it. And I was like, actually, the biggest thing, if, if I pay this person well, then it's going to be become about the money. It's mm-hmm. going to be like, okay, I want this because I can actually buy things. But what happens if I create enough friction for them? If I say, I'm going to pay you the fucking minimum that I have to pay you and you're going to work and then all of a sudden they have to make a decision which is in the working, in the making, in the pushing themselves forward versus trying to make cash. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's interesting. I was out last night um, working. Fuck, you're at... So you 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 worked on a shoot with me I got, all is, day. We left at I left my house at seven a.m. Got home at seven p.m. Yeah, and then had some dinner. Went to bed. Woke up at twelve a.m. So I had like a three a three hour nap, maybe not even two and a half hours oh, in bed. Like fully. yeah, I, I yeah I got into bed, and then um I went and filmed some stuff at a club nightclub. Twelve twelve forty five till. Two forty-five, see, yeah, something like that. Fuck me. What sort of people are out at that time? Loose units. 
Really? It, like those Easter holidays, any kind of holiday, Labor Day weekend, like people just fucking go hard. I saw it all. I There was people just off their face, like their eyes just popping out of their head. It's fine. No aggression or anything. I, I got bitten. By who? <laughs> it sounds really weird. I told Amy too. I was like, I, some, do, some guy bit my arm in the club. I guess you're a bit of a... T- when you've got a camera and stuff, I used to do... Like, we've had conversations about this before, but from, like, the age of 16 to 18, yeah. a way that I made a bit of money was doing the event scene space. So, it started off mm. 18th, 21st, and then doing all the um, uh, university events. Mm. So, it would be like, oh, it's sponsored by fucking... Um, what's the big booze brands? I'm trying to think. There was... Can't even remember the names now, but everyone had the fucking lanyards that were all Bacardi or Bacardi, exactly. Um, Yeah, people would just get fucking loose, and I was even the other day. I found old footage, and I was sort of scrubbing through it really quickly, trying to find um, people I knew because I'm like, fuck, there's definitely people that I would work with now who are a few years older than me that I was probably at their fucking commerce parties. Anyway, so you were um, you got fucking bitten. So by I had guy. my hands like holding the camera up. It was so fucking busy, and I had my hands above my head with the camera, and this dude just bit my arm like really lightly, and he kind of just it was it was weird because he just gave me this like cheeky look, like, <laughs> and then just fucking got back to dancing. What sort of bite? It was just like a like just, so just like, being funny almost. Like you almost like if you were biting a baby's arm, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, just like sure. you're just putting your teeth around, but. It was, so fucking weird. But I was just like, was you, he with? Was he doing it for attention from mates? Where nah, other mates nah, around? Nah, he was just a tall dude. My arms were up, okay, so, yeah, and sure. he just like literally turned his head around. And, it's oh. almost like an equivalent of that would be like give you a little tickle or something, just like tickle your armpit yeah. or whatever. As so a it, joke. Sa- it sounds weird when you say, it, but it was like I got the, I got it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> give a little bite. You're back. a weird cat. I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> and then on the way home, I saw a girl getting out of what looked like an Uber. And she just really fucked. I saw it all. What I I don't really have. You know, people talk when they talk about travel. They talk about nightlife. Mm. It's like, oh, Josh, you'll just love the nightlife. I'm like, will will I? How good's the bed? Because I like. I don't have that much experience on nightlife. Like, it's all alcohol fueled. I've I've done that. I've partied at this club as a kid, like as an eighteen year old, nineteen year old, and. And then overseas, I've done the nightlife in all the places. Is there any... So, there are some places, Asia, places like Pakistan, mm. where the nightlife is actually fucking interesting. Where it's like, Yeah, there's just... Yeah. People are awake and it's it's not like booze filled or anything like that. It's literally like... Yeah. Uh, my mate, Muhammad Harris, talks about this in a video that I made with him. It's like, if you want food at 3 a.m., you just go out into a stall mm. and there's a dude making No, food. I think it's because I don't do the nightlife like that anymore. If I went to America, I might go out and party a little bit because there's some fun stuff there. But um, in Europe, we like this, you go and watch sunsets and there's fuckloads of people just tr- there to watch the sunset. They take food or they take booze or whatever. And you just are literally watching something. Like in Florence, there's this beautiful hill. You should go there if you stay in Florence. Yeah. And it's like this... Um, it's the where I told you about... I went there with the blind guy and he said, how, how good's the view? <laughs> As the joke, he was a fucking legend traveling the world by himself. 
weapon. Anyway, we went to this spot. We walked up there. Yeah. We took some wine and stuff, and they have food trucks up there. You don't have to drink. And so that's like the nightlife. And then you go out for dinner first, and then you go and do that. So there is. Like Italy, there's lots of nightlife in terms of markets, like restaurants on the water, is there Just like a nightclub? It. Is it a nightclubby sort of scene? Or They're no? full on, yeah, yeah. There's full on nightclubs in Italy, Florence. There was a heaps of doofs. Paris. Is it an age thing? Like, is is that for like a young crowd? No, no. just people drinking. I loved like um, Barcelona. They had like the beach or whatever, like near sort of the city, which is Good really club. beautiful. Good clubs there, really. But you got to be drinking to it. Yeah, it's, is it the worst place to be? But I, don't you think it's a little bit like? Do I sound like a bit naive? Where I'm like, it's a bit mind numbing. Like, not when no no not when not for like just not, my ears were ringing when I got home. But I got felt the energy like I was filming. You know, like you start. I was tired when you start, yeah, yeah. and then you start getting energy into it. I was into it by the end. I was yeah. a bit fucking moving, doing real fucking uh, tricky. Yeah, shots. Someone someone spiked my drink, but fucking, <laughs> I haven't slept yet. No no no. Um, yeah, but there it is mind numbing to some degree. But you 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 when you're drunk, it's different. Were people trying to talk to you? Everyone, because I haven't done a, like a club shoot like that in ages, yeah. and so, so I had so many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, and they'd just stand back with their friends waiting for yeah, a photo. photo. Yeah, I'm just like it's video. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> like they seemed like they were. Oh, we're so dumb. It was. It, was, so, it had been ten times. Well, because they all. Did you have a? Do you have a on camera light? Do you need one? Uh, I can give you one for Sunday. Like, oh yeah, it could be good. Like you know what I use my iPhone. Oh, of course. Literally just held my iPhone up above. The A7s is quite good because it's so fucking good. But it's nice because because the A7s is just going to increase all the light, right? Yeah, yeah. What's Which, there? Yeah. What's there? So it might be super like fucking colorful. Like you get these crazy colors and shit yeah. like that. That actually might be a good solution. Just having a fucking on. I've been thinking about that. Where it's like, because you know we we get into this realm where we're like fucking doing this real cinematography, you know, fucking sexy shit, but. To make events and stuff look good, sometimes yeah, you, need, you just need to yeah. blast a little bit of light yeah. on it. That's what the iPhone iPhone was doing. I was literally doing that the uh, other day on that Lululemon shoot. I had two the two people, uh, two people from the client were just holding their iPhones up, like above, like with the light on, and that was like enough mm. light just to fucking change completely the look mm. of the person. It looked pretty good. Uh, what what's happening for your uh, long weekend? Mate, I'm about to head off to lawn. Great. Eat a few chocolate eggs, drink a few beers. Are you staying there? Yeah, staying the night. I used to go to lawn and um, from probably age of 14, every New Year's Eve. What sort of, uh, what what area do you go? Are you like a trailer park? No, no. No, like staying in the the million dollar houses (laughs) that are owned by my friends' grandparents. Amazing, that's what you want. No, I've got a couple of friends that have houses up there. Great. Um, and so, we're, yeah, we're lucky. We've got a friend's grandparent owns this beautiful property. They've had it in their family for fucking years Are the years grandparents going to be there? No, no, no. Okay. It's just us. Family holiday. Oh, um, that'd be nice. So, I took. I got the drone. Oh, great. Inspired by yesterday. Got it charged up. Problem is, when You'll, you fucking haven't used your drone in ages, turn it on and there's all these updates you have to do. Yeah. And they're all going to stop you from doing anything probably because now they've got all the uh, restrictions. But you'll be... So- Guarantee you won't be the only drone there. That's what I've been... When I was in WA, yeah. be fucking flying and all of a sudden, 
especially if you're near a fucking caravan park. Every caravan park has some fucking cunt with a drone. <laughs> and as soon as they hear one, they go, oh, fuck, better. better it's like a drag race. Out. Better get it fucking up. That's funny. Oh, like, oh, what do you got? Fan full pro. I want to take it to um, the falls. Fall, wait, oh, like yeah. Erskine Falls. Yeah. I think you should be fine. Just obviously, Mate. all of those areas have the Halley fucking pads and shit. But I mean, you, you Less know thought. all that. Less yeah, thought. Just get the shot, mate. And it's, it's, I mean, it's a fucking small. It's a Mavic. It's not like um, a big, uh, big drone. See, this is the thing. Imagine if I was worrying about constantly. Like, yeah. just don't fly it over a group of people where yeah. if it, or cars where it can fall and kill somebody. Yeah. Fly it over the water. It will it will fall into the water and you you've lost your drone. Yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah, oh, might take Bodie for a bit of a fly. So you back, uh, you back su- Sunday, Saturday, yeah, Sunday, Sunday. So we're back Monday. Yeah, strong. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Easter, Easter Monday. Yeah, it'll be good. All right, everyone, have um, a good long weekend if you're in Australia. Yeah, and uh, what do what do they do? Easter's the same fucking thing everywhere, right? Yes, yes, yes. It yes. Should be a. I don't know about. Um, I was in Malta uh, a few years ago for Easter, and they're a big. Christian, Catholic. Any eggs? Big on the eggs there? I think they do the whole fucking... They're so religious, they do... Like, they don't even think about chocolate. They do all, like, the colouring, you know, like, the paint... The Painting the dyeing an egg. and egg. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Which, um, which is fine. But I think... Because actually... But I want chocolate. Yeah, exactly. It's like... So it's I all, flew out all well the country. Good. No, I remember, actually, had they had the... Um, they had peanut butter Kit Kats there. Fucking oh! Good shit, good shit. But uh, it is the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Um, fuck, I've just... Every time I look at the time now, I just think of B-Mac. I'm like thinking of him. So you're going to be cut singers? No, it's, it's, it's nearly 30 minutes, so it's being okay. <laughs> but um, send us an email. I feel like we should ask a question of the audience. Okay. Um, What's a topic that you'd like to hear us discuss? Actually, you know what? Let's let, Let's use the last couple of minutes... To talk about a question that we got from Michelle on the email, hi at the we daily talk show.com. Yeah. Uh, fame. Okay. Uh, when did this speci- come through? Uh, this, this came through um, uh, a couple of days ago, but I um, I think because we're both sharing the inbox, when I yeah. press open, you can't, you don't notice it, it goes, anymore. yeah. What does Michelle, it go? Oh, fame. Here we go. Here we go. So, fame. She says, here's a subject for you. What would you do for fame? And if you got it, how do you think it would change your lives? Note that I said fame, not money. Mm. She's linked out a few things. She's linked a couple of articles, some BBC. Um, Have you opened them? New stuff. Now l- let's let's uh, let's just look at the the surface of the question. Yeah. See how we go. So, what would you do for fame? What would I do for fame? What do you mean by that? Yeah, I know. Well, I'll I'll give it a crack at the answer. I think what I'll do for fame is do the work that I do. So I would like, I'm not interested in fame. I don't need to be the guy at the fucking who jumps on the tennis court. Remember there was that fucking nutso dude who jumped in front of cars at Grand Prix, fucking jumped on the tennis court. He was like a serial pest. You know who Vitaly is? No. Vitaly is like a big big YouTuber. Yeah. He um, has like streaked a couple of times, streaked at the um, World Cup in Brazil. Uh Uh-huh. Um, he streaked at some other event. Doesn't fucking interest. Not interested in that fame at all. No, nah. he's I- a prankster though. I, I used to want to be famous years and years and years ago. Yeah, but it was soon very much realised that you need something to be famous. 
at? I like to ask the question, what do you... I was actually thinking about this yesterday. Um, what do you want to be famous for? Not in the terms of, I want to be a pop yeah. star, What do you want to be known for? What do you want... It's a... Yeah, it's a it's a brand question. Yeah, for me, creativity, like yeah. my ideas. I want to be famous, and I say that is like a loose term. I want to be famous. I want to be known. If people think about me, I'd love to be known. That's that guy that has those really interesting ideas. Yeah, and he and executes them through video. Yeah, so it's like ah, you know, and I and I feel like I've done some of it. Have some ideas that have resonated, but on a big scale, it would be great to, you know be known for the person that has great ideas yeah I think for me uh, it's about uh, I would love to be known for the person who inspires others to look beyond the status quo Mm. so I'd love to through the content that I make get people questioning their current situation Mm. and because there is so much content there's fucking you know married at first sight there's all these reality shows and tv and films which are promoting the status quo mm. just fucking sit on your couch like do your job come home sit on the couch consume this trash media eat this trash food and do it again tomorrow and then you know what you're going to feel so shit about it all because you're not fucking moving and you're not sort of stretching mm. yourself that the uh, advertisements during uh, you know those shows are going to sell you on the things that are going to make you feel better the the fucking the the slimmers the fucking trimmers the, all that all that shit right yeah, and yeah. so what I would like to be known for is for looking beyond that asking questions and standing out and that's been the um it's fucking hard because I think that our world is set up in this um, in this way where we naturally look at what other people are doing, mm. and that's what like that's been my pushback on YouTube has been like, what am I bringing to this? What am mm. I actually doing? And I think that the Daily Talk Show, I do feel like I'm doing that because I'm not, I'm um, I don't feel like I'm just trying to fucking copy something that's already out there. I think that we are actually trying to create something that's a little bit different or, um, yeah, so I think that that's, that's something. In relation important. to Michelle's question, I opened one of her links. A fucking bloke cemented his head into a microwave. <laughs> a prankster, they called him. So I, I get it. It's like what what lengths we go to to achieve fame. And, and in response to that, um, I think it's it, it has to align... Like, I, I don't have a craving to do some dumb prank for the sake of a prank. But if something If there's an O-bike. <laughs> well, if it has connection yeah, exactly. to that, what do I want to be known for, famous yeah. for, it's the ideas. And so O-bike, for one, is a silly thing that got me some notoriety in a, in some space. A guy at the fucking shoot we were on yesterday said, yeah, yeah you're the O-bike guy. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't even fucking get paid for it. But an idea that I had yeah. that I told you about and yeah. you were like, good idea. Yeah, yeah. And then I executed and you said, great idea. That's yeah, yeah. fucking funny. It's that's, a, that traveled, right? Yeah. It's, and so, it's and so that's small micro scale. So I don't know. I, I don't want to, I don't want to make people look stupid. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, offend people for the sake of it. It's, it's like this. Fame, finance, there's a hundred different ways to get there. There's a hundred different ways to make money. Mm. We could fucking make money uh, today 
by going on the street and fucking selling people on things or making calls to the elderly and saying, hey, we'll do this thing for you in regards to, you know, and make money that way. And it wouldn't be aligned with our values. And it's the exact same thing with fame. There are a dozen ways to be famous and there's a dozen ways Mm. to make money, you know, hundreds of ways, thousands of ways. And um, you have to be careful though the way you make the fame because that's then what people know you for, right? Yeah. And so it's what's his name, uh, Jesse, the ten million subscriber YouTuber. Yeah. I don't know him as the prank guy. You know him as the prank guy. Well, yeah. His his whole fucking channel was prank v prank or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That was literally what yeah. he did. Um, and so now his, uh, you know, his identity is aligned with that, and that's happened so many times where it's like, even a friend of mine who you know, had some success in the early 2000s, Australian television is known for that thing. And he's gone on and done all of this other stuff. And people will still see him in the street and say, hey, I know you from that show. Mm. And so um, I don't see, uh, I, I see these things almost like um, in startup land. I'm sure I've spoken about this before on the podcast because I'm constantly reminding myself of it is investors. One of the things that they don't necessarily like seeing is hockey stick growth. And it's this thing of, you know, Pinterest was hockey stick growth. It is this, uh, it's normally based on a trend or a time. It's like um, fucking, what's that? What's the app that uh, that was hot for v- Vero? Vero. Oh, yeah. Right? Even Periscope. Vero is a good example. Yeah, Periscope, another one. Meerkat, another mm, one. Meerkat, These yeah. they, they have fucking this, you know, they go big at South by Southwest. Twitter was one that actually, you know, did pretty well out of it. But um, yeah, these things that have these big spikes of success Mm. and what happens with these big spikes of success is what comes up normally comes down and it comes at the sort of there's that fucking Einstein-y you know like what is it law law of fucking something relativity or something I don't know no I think you've actually nailed it yeah 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 who do I say hear someone say recently you you if you 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 fail fast like if you have success fast you'll fail fast you're more likely to fail fast which is the same principle. That was the guy from um, Kathmandu okay, saying yeah. about that. He, they, his company was scaling too fast yeah. and they started having a whole bunch of stuff and he just fucking pulled it back yeah. and just he's like, we're having too much growth. We need less growth yeah. to keep this as a company that will be around 100 years' time. And the thing is that fa- failing fast is a tried and true technique which people use, but it's at a, d- a different scale, right? Which is... Um, Fail fast every day, which is just basically fail fast is another way of saying execute every day. Yeah, yeah. Because test ev- and learn. Yeah, every yeah, because every single time you execute, you are going to inevitably fail. Because, mm. and especially if you're doing things that uh, that aren't already out there. Yeah. So um. Yeah, and so I think yeah, fail fast can be the opposite also, which yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, it all come tumbling down. Fail fast, fail forward. There's all these fucking buzzwords. Yeah. The thing is... Some entrepreneur that's never built a business yeah. has come up with. It's literally just make things, do things, move yeah. forward, I think is the, the way of doing it. Mm. Um, and spending too much time being theor- theoretical about it is a, is a danger. But also realizing that it's the... Um, it's that deep work. That fuck that book. Deep work is so good. I've been you posted about it last night. Yeah, I've been listening to it again. It's just this idea. 
the reason it came up, I was watching fucking talking about trash shows, Gogglebox, and uh, they, you know, they go. What I like about Gogglebox is it's a bit of psychology because you get to see all these different people reacting to what's out there on TV. You know, it shows snippets of shows and shows people sitting on couches commentating it yeah, basically, yeah. and um, they uh, they had the the lady, the chick at twenty seven years old who was like fucking uh, hanging out with the chimps. Did you, did you see this documentary? No. Fucking amazing. It's like it's the the longest study ever done on like an animal and she basically embedded herself with them and like learned all about them. Fucking fascinating stuff. And everyone on Gogglebox was like, man, I just feel like so inadequate. Like, look at what she's done. Mm. And it made me think and reflect on deep work. Here's someone who they found all the, like hundreds of hours of footage of her. Like this is from like yonks ago, like mm. maybe the seventies or something like that. Uh, maybe even earlier. Uh, her in Africa doing all this stuff. Amazing shit. And the value, what people are actually valuing, and I don't think people are recognizing it, is fucking head down mm. doing shit. It's not like she's not fucking posting. She wasn't like putting out fucking daily content, like daily vlogs. Like obviously it's yeah, a different yeah, time, yeah, yeah. but she just put her head down. And there is, I think that that is going to be the area which is going to have the highest value, which is long form, deep work versus this daily shit because the daily stuff is going to be is really easily to, con- to consume mm. think about it this way processing something in a lab you know create processing food really quickly versus planting a seed and growing real food mm. which one has the the most amount of nutrition and value um, and if we're just using time as the scale and we're just saying, fuck, quick is good, just keep putting it out. Well, I think also what it, a way to explain it, for me, makes sense in my head is like what I've been doing for the last couple of years, actually getting good at making videos, actually yeah. understanding how to make videos, how to color grade, how to shoot, how to expose right, lighting and all that shit and not being, not trying to jump a few steps. Yeah. Slow and steady, like slow, like there is something in slow and steady. Mm. Um, so if you're trying to do the thing that you actually can't do, which is five steps away from you, and you need to do step one, two, three, four, and then five, if you're looking at like a step by step process, people are trying to jump steps and start at a place where they're they're not really meant to be starting, and chances of them actually succeeding by starting there is not. Won't work. And it's because it's the democratization of the platforms, of the equipment. And what I mean by that is it's like, think about radio, right? Think about what you had to do to be on radio. Mm. There were these steps that you went through. There was the fucking the talent pipeline, all this mm. shit where it's like, you start small, you do these regional stuff, you do the fucking sausage sizzles and the all, all of that stuff, you know, to be able to work your way up to Metro. Yeah. And what we're in now is a world where it's like you can have the exact same platform that everyone else has. You can you can start a podcast and call yourself a podcaster without mm. having any experience and you can be on a reality show and go from being on a reality show to having a Metro radio show mm. where you're being paid a lot of coin. And the thing is that you're missing 
all of this fucking mm. growth and you'll do it in a different way but there's definitely something to be said of it's the um it's like Ricky Gervais Ricky Gervais became fucking successful at what 40 mm. and he's poor he'd fuck all money yeah <laughs> and the thing is that would he have had you know the success he's had would he have been able to speak about the things and the the friction in life mm if he'd just been fucking successful at 21? Nah. But then it's like accepting the accepting where you are is based around everything else. Maybe it's not the right time for you to be where you actually want to be. Like where I am now, I think about two years ago, my headspace, I was not here. I could not be here. My head wasn't here. Yeah. And where I'll be in five years' time, I can't even fathom that yet. And so the patience in going, I need to let this un- unravel and do the work, yeah. do, head yeah, yeah. down and then do the work because that shit will change, that shit will come, right? And the other thing too is it's, I think what's hard as humans is it's we don't, when we're in it, we don't see it. Mm. It's like, um, uh, you know, every single day, you know, we're in our bodies every single day. It's the same feeling that when you look at yourself three years ago and you're like, oh, fuck, look at it, how different I looked there. And we don't feel it because every single, these small change, these small shifts over a long period of time happen. Mm. And because we're, we're there, right? It's like fucking imagine looking at a river and just constantly say, the change is happening so gradually and over mm. the entire area that you don't notice that in the right hand side a tree has grown right because mm. there's so much else going on and so i think that that happens in life constantly where it's yeah. you don't notice the growth i i mentioned it to you this week i feel like this week for me just a few little things that have happened i feel like i'm understanding who i really am mm-hmm and not, not, I can't even really articulate it, but it's like I know that sticking to this style, like, and especially around storytelling and being me and shit, and and I guess, how do I? It's like the example of my mate. I showed him a video that I was trying to do, and it was a real different style. And he's yeah. like, "Nah," he's like, "Yeah, it's okay, but I want to see you. I want to see." You, you sort of getting excited and telling me about it. And I was like, and it just sort of connected a few dots for me about how I do it. And the, what he was actually saying was my most preferred, most comfortable form of storytelling, which he was saying he liked. And so I kind of was like, fuck, just starting to understand sort of where to, where to, where to go. Yeah. And then when you watch other people doing their thing, it's like people who are successful are just really good at fucking knowing and playing to their strength and and experiment i think the thing is that you experiment you take one percent yeah. you expect you you go you go 70 percent the other way yeah. and then realize actually i only needed three percent so this, yeah, is, this yeah. is fucking t- and and so that's the thing that process is still tweaking and it's still informing yeah um and it is that uh it is that gradual growth Mm. which I think is, um, it's hard because it's less rewarding. It's less, it doesn't give you that fucking instant gratification. It's hard, dude. Like receiving feedback on something. Yeah. Your work, who you are as a person, it's fully fucking difficult to handle at times. And I, and I feel it like I, I, I think I'm quite good with showing people things and getting feedback and stuff, but I fucking feel like 
the 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 heat coming into my body yeah. and feeling a bit tingly and like oh, fucking I know what I have to do now because yeah. you've said something that I fucking knew. Yeah. But it's like that's how you challenge and change and grow, right? By hearing these things you don't really want to hear. And it's it's being able to um gain perspective. And the other thing too, I think, is it's like who you are yesterday isn't necessarily who you are today. And if we are if we are a product of the experiences that we have, we can't expect that Tommy three years ago is the Tommy that mm. that we see today. And I think that that's probably one of the things that we do as people. We we assume that people shouldn't change, mm. and we we think that hang on, this fucking person said that they were this, and they were you know it's like that Jesse from YouTube who's like. You know, audiences say, "No, you you're the prank guy. You are this. You know, you are this person." I know Ka- Katy Perry talks about how she believes that you your age stops at when you become famous. So yeah. she was, you know, famous sort of young, and she feels like she's still that age. You sort of become c- cemented and sealed, and then that's what people sort of expect of you. Macaulay Culkin still thinks he's in Home Alone. Yep. Well, fuck, maybe <laughs> maybe there is, you know, some sort of uh, truth to that in the sense of if we look at, um, you know, where people uh, who peak early, where they end up. Ju- um, not Justin Bieber. Um, he, I mean, he was famous early, but Michael Jackson. Yeah. He was a kid his whole life. Look at the fucking dude. He had a yeah. um, Wonderland, had a, you know, a theme park in his house. Yeah. And a monkey. Exactly. So he's I doing his own study. Yeah, he's, t- he's doing it, getting deep work. Fucking, but he was misunderstood. <laughs> he was just doing deep work at his theme park. <laughs> Love it, you, Mikey. It is uh, no. It's all it's all stuff to to think about and to to move on about. But B Mac, that last fucking twenty minutes was for you, <laughs> you fuckhead. Uh, it's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Send us an email. Hi at the Daily Talk Show dot com, and please. Uh, we just gave you a fucking extra 20 minutes and Tommy's meant to be in lawn. Yeah. Um, have a good one, everyone. And we'll see you and hear from you on uh, on Monday. Bye. Bye.